Hello and welcome Hi. to our podcast. It's been a while, hasn't it? We one thing another. Yeah, life. Life, life goes on. We've actually been living. We have, <laughs> but we've still been enjoying music. And the reason we've started. Phil, 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 Phil. We will always enjoy yeah. music. Come on, that's part. Of, you know, it's, it's the stuff of life. It is. It is totally, totally. And looking forward to more live music tonight, which is why. We've started with Gary Newman. Because you're going to see him tonight, aren't you? Going to see him tonight at Leeds. Saw him a couple of years ago. He was brilliant. Um, he's got sort of better than better than ever. Live band is brilliant. He's got the... Uh, he can still do it, can he? He's got the eyeliner. He's got the... <gasps> is, has hair. he still got the eyeliner? He's got the eyeliner. And his hair looks, is still very black, isn't it's a, it? Yes, big hair weave. And, and, well, and it's, it's not real. Thick, it's not real. It's a thick... Is it dyed? Because he's not... You know, he hasn't given in to growing old no, gracefully, no, he hasn't. No, which he, I love. Actually. Oh no, he, he really does look the part, and he got a big resurgence when he was one of the guests on the Old Grey Whistle Test 40th anniversary, and uh, he did a track called "My Name Is Ruin," which I think he opens with tonight. Looking at the set list piece. And he's brilliant, just really tight band. Do you think looking at set lists before gigs ruins gigs a bit? Oh, I know. I, 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 bit, I'm sure I sort of quite like it. I, I don't. I, I'm in the camp that. I I always now look at a set do list. Do you? You yeah. always look online for the set list mm. before the gig. I do it. I, I I like to sort of get a perspective of, of like potentially how the gig will end, what tracks, what encores there'll be. But it's not not part of going to a live gig. Is that the excitement of oh what track is that and what's coming next and I, what's going to be the big one? And I I sort of agree, but I find that. I'm always drawn to it. I, can't I always now, which is which is really bizarre. When you when you say it now, yeah. I think that I've looked at every single band that I've I've been to of late. <gasps> I think that takes a bit of the magic out of it. It it, it, it does, but what I, the upside of it is that I've looked been looked at um, gigs in the eighties and even seventies where the set list exists. Yeah. So there is that side of it. And there is, there will always be magic at live gigs. We'll talk about that though, the really odd sort of guest appearances at live mm. gigs that where an artist has come on. When I saw McCartney, uh, Dave Grohl came on from the Foo Fighters. Did he? Yeah, as an example. Dave Grohl, when he was there, when they were playing at the Leeds Festival, he went to some schools, didn't he, in Leeds? Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He just turned up at some schools, didn't he? And uh, oh, was that, was that in, was it Leeds? It might have been. That's a I think Dave Grohl did. Yeah, and he and then he ended, didn't he end up giving someone a load of cash or something to go to music college or something. Anyway, but he just turned up God. to do some stuff. Isn't that amazing? Oh, he's fantastic. He's, oh, he, he sounds like a really good yeah, bloke, Dave Grohl. He does. He does. I was a proper proper yeah. bloke. I was listening to someone that did um, podcasts. It was a podcast radio out yesterday, and they said out of all the people they interviewed, Dave Grohl was the best. He said he'd flown in. He'd, he'd had no sleep yeah. for like 15 hours. He went, come on, let's just do this now. And yeah. he said, you talked about his love of music. Great. So, uh, so yeah, so Cars, so we were also talking. Because, of course, Cars is the other one, yeah. the big Gary Newman song. And they're making a resurgence at the moment on uh, on, on social media and efforts, yes. aren't they? Because Cars and Our Friends Electric, all the, the uh, car companies are going to be trying to use them to... Uh, to, to, sort of to just like drive their uh, yeah drive their business yeah, yeah. And, the, the, and the but the cost of electric cars as well is just incredible. Well, yeah. So we're, just, we're not going to talk about this too much because oh, it upsets no. me because my car died this week. Yeah. It went for its MOT. Oh, and failed. It, it failed on so many different things. I mean, it was a, a, a heap of junk anyway. Yeah, but even so. But I've had to buy a new car. But I can't. It's in the north of Scotland, so I've got to go to Scotland. Oh, I've got yeah. I've got one day off work where I'm not travelling and not doing things, and I'm so going to spend it on the train going up to Scotland. 
But um, yeah, but it's obviously been owned by a little old lady because it's six years old, but it's only got 24,000 miles oh, in the car. Oh, lovely. Yeah. She'll be reversing down the, down the drive to collect some milk and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She? Apparently it's quite common up in that part of Scotland yeah, that people yeah. don't, you know. So uh, yeah, so I've got to go to Scotland to pick up my little new Cheeky Cento. Oh, lovely. Um, but I'm upset because yes, I could do that. And, and I wanted to buy an electric car. Yes. So I, I said to myself, when I get a new car, because I like to try and live as sustainably as yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. I will get an electric car. But God, they're so expensive. They are incredibly expensive, and uh, even Dyson is it Dyson who's trying to? He's no, sort of, just don't. I know, I know. No, I don't, don't like. Don't no. talk to me because I might get a bit political if we no. start talking about James Dyson, no, and no, I'm not I don't allowed like to because of my job. No, I know. Sorry, we I'm not going to talk about the fact that he moved all his business yeah, to Singapore I know, I know. Uh, just days before they did a big trade deal with the EU, which means that he keeps carrying on trading with the EU despite the fact that it's one of the biggest Brexit I know. Uh, uh, he's proponents. Awful but I mean, guy. We, we won't go there. No, we won't. But on the upside of it. <laughs> Do you know the uh, the the best place in the country to own an electric car is yeah. Dundee? Is it? Yeah. Why is that? Got more charging got points power. anywhere. Oh, charging more charging points. points. They, they've just gone. They're absolutely the good on them. Place. Good on you, Dundee. Anyway, coming back to right. <laughs> so so that also every morning. Okay, I like to share a happy video on Facebook because it sets me up for the day, and I like to share happiness. And this morning, I decided to share. Um, a video of Extinction Rebellion in America, because obviously Extinction Rebellion is happening all over the world. Now, just on the on the side, did you see my very good friend Nick made the national BBC News yes, headlines? Yes, I did. I did. What a power of life he, or power for life. And yes, he is. absolutely. So I'm going to share a video that was made about Nick, and it's relevant to talk about him in this podcast. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share a video that was made about Nick. So Nick I've known all my adult life. He's been a part of my adult life, and he was one of the most active people I knew. Literally, he was always out on his bike, and then he got motor neurone disease. And very, very quickly, he uh, ended up having to rely on ventilators to breathe, feeding tubes, all those kind of things. And if I'm really honest, I didn't think he'd be here now. No. But he is, and yeah. he's going strong, and he is such an inspiration to us all. Somebody's doing, it's his birthday tonight, and we're all going around to his bike. Somebody's bought him some Joy Division oven gloves. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he posted a picture of a half man, half biscuit film. A video called I've Got Joy Division Oven Gloves, which of course is ironic because he's stuck in this wheelchair. There's yeah, no way he's ever getting to another and ever again. Um, but, anyways. Joy Division Oven Gloves. Joy Division Oven Gloves, isn't that great? So, Nick has got two things that are keeping him going, apart from his amazing, fabulous partner, Juliet, yeah. who is just wonderful, but uh, and all his friends. Yeah, and, yeah. and we're all a big part of the group, and we're yeah, all doing yeah. everything, you know. But he basically it's music, so he loves punk, he loves he loves going to watch live music, and uh, he spends half his time at the Broodnell. He's got almost like a little place now in the Broodnell. Oh. Every time he goes out, because he's got loads of breathing equipment and everything on yeah. the back of his electric wheelchair, it's quite big, his wheelchair, and he's got carers with him all the time. So his carers have had to get used to the fact that they've got to go and listen to all these bands. And he's out doing... And the um, so a friend has made an amazing video about Nick saying... When it, how, how did he cope with having a terminal diagnosis? And then it says, you know, does he give in or does he do what Iggy... Does he do what Iggy would do? And then it goes into <laughs> lust for life, right? So I'll, I'll post the video. Definitely, it's yeah, yeah, because I've anyway, seen the video. So he's been really down at Extinction Rebellion, right, in London for the last few days. Him and all his carers and all his gear. And that they try to arrest him, right? <laughs> and he, he, can't, he can't talk. He has to talk through, no, a, yeah, yeah. through an app on his phone. And so they tried to arrest him, right, for blocking the road. He's made this great statement where he said, uh, because he knows he's dying, he said, I can live with dying, but I can't live with myself if I don't do something about climate change. 
And um, so they tried to arrest him. And I think at this point, he said, well, you're going to have to take all my carers <laughs> in if you want to arrest me. And you're going to have to take all my gear. And I'm about to run out of air. So I've got to go and so get, got so I've got to get my breathing, you know, you know. So at which point, I think the police sort of went, oh, oh all right then. <laughs> no. And he said, well, look, can I go off to refill up my air canisters or whatever it is? And they said, well, no, we've got to de-arrest you. <laughs> so he's managed to get himself arrested de and de-arrested. De but he? going back to this, so going back to Extinction Rebellion, Gary Newman and all of that, uh, so in Australia, this film's come out. I'm just going to sort of play it on my Facebook now. So this is a film that's come out of a of the of an Extinction Rebellion. Um, go back to the beginning. Extinction Rebellion demo in Australia, right? And we can just see it here. They're and the whole street, they're all dressed in 70s gear. They've got and the XR glasses the on, and they're all doing the actual staying alive dance. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, they've got their hands by their hands there, their hands by the head. See, this is what Extension Rebellion should be doing to get their message. So you can hear them cheering there. And they're all doing the dance. Now, this is brilliant. Staying yeah, Alive, lovely. which is the message for Extinction yeah. Rebellion. In the, isn't that great? That's fantastic. That's for you. That is Aussies for you, isn't it? Uh, oh, it's just so fabulous. So if you can get a chance, we could maybe put that on our yeah, Facebook definitely. page as Did well. You, was that Sean that brought our, our good friend Sean? No, uh, well, um, actually, I've just been talking to our good friend Sean uh, about this. So our good friend Sean, we both met through yes, this podcast, we didn't we? Yeah, he's Bizarrely. a lovely bloke. And he's a lovely bloke. And I chat to him most days. And um, he and loves the podcast, so hello, Sean. We're going to get him on the podcast. Yeah, at some we, are, point, we, aren't are, we? we are. We are. We just got to work out how we're getting him from Australia. I know, and we because we were talking about Australian bands, weren't mm. we? Who is that? Apart from Kylie, come on. Kylie, Midnight Oil. Oh yeah, Beds Are Burning, of course, Cloudy which is very political because that's about Aborigines and, and yeah, the Australians right. taking over. The words, Ice House, who were my favourite. Uh, hey, hey Little, little girl. girl. Sounded just like David yeah. Sylvian. Uh, yeah, because I saw them support, uh, I saw them support Simple Minds. Did you? Oh yeah, they supported Simple yeah, Minds yeah. when Simple Minds got booed off because they didn't do an encore. They were very <laughs> up themselves at that, that period of the 70s. But Ice House were brilliant. So there were Men at Work. Men at Work. They did uh, Vegemite Sandwich, didn't Vegemite they? Vegemite Living yeah, Down Under. Yeah. And uh, Johnny B. Good, wasn't it? I think it was Johnny B. Good. Where, which wasn't a hit. Men Without Hats. Were they Men Without Hats, Safety, safety dance, dance. We talked about them the other week. You can dance we? if you want to. I love mm. that track. Uh, who else was there? Well, there were some obscure Australian bands. But yeah, those were the... In Excess. Big, in Excess, big band. Big band. Michael I think Hutchins. there's a big new Michael Hutchins uh, documentary about to come to Netflix. I oh, think. is there? The little guy go. at the front, wasn't there? Doing yeah, the was one there. Yeah, there was one there. It's been used in films, Very 80s sound, it is, isn't, isn't it? It's awesome cracking, isn't it? Sound. Cracking. So, um, yeah, so talking of uh, Australian bands, of course, the other big Australian, well, can we call the them one, an Australian well, band? Well, well, they are Australian, and some people think they're from Manchester, but it is, in fact, the Bee Gees. Oh, the Bee Gees, of course, going back to the brilliant, brilliant Stone Island. The reason I said that, shared that Extinction Rebellion thing is because I don't think it is possible to listen to Stone Alive without being happy. No, I know. It's one not. of the greatest songs ever recorded, Stone Alive. It is. I, I just love the Bee Gees. Oh, they are brilliant. I and, and and I love you know. I was fortunate to see Barry Gibb live, and he was brilliant. It was at the Royal Variety, and his his final number he only did two, which you should be dancing. And it was sort of quite. Uh, it was quite bizarre that 
the majority of people in the audience were too old to be dancing <laughs> I couldn't get up but I was up there it Hammersmith out of my seat but they had such great harmonies. Oh, the thing I don't understand about the Bee Gees, okay, we will come on to this, is that because so I need to lay my cards on the table here. I'm yeah. a big Mary Give fan, okay? Yeah. And the look as well. The it's the hair, look. It's the look. It was, it was I, I, oh, I, I, we need to make a return to the 70s look, okay, please. I want to make a return to the 70s look. I love it. Uh, I particularly am very fond of the open shirt look and the hairy chest look. And the look. hairy chest look. I'm, I, I shouldn't, I, I, you know, I have to calm down, but I shouldn't go on about it. I know, but can men, can you just start? What is with the shaving? It's all the shaving, isn't it? in your and chest. I'm trying sorry. to look smooth, no. whereas the, the hair. No, it's the hair. the hair. And it's all it's about masculine the hair. Thing. There's not, you know, hairy chests are a, are a very good thing. And because it started... <laughs> a very good thing. No, no, they are. Do you remember the... the <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking, she's looking <laughs> in a particular way. Do you, there was a, because there was the Kenny Everett. Do you remember the Kenny oh, Everett sketch? Massachusetts. Where he, he put, he took a tablet and became more and more like yeah. the, the beach. But they remember that and they said, they said, how, why have we got such yes. big teeth? It's because we've got Massachusetts. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was one of the... <laughs> No, really. And then there was a band that dressed up exactly like that called Heebie Jeebies that had the yeah. track Meaningless Songs mm. in very high voices. There was a comedy but, thing. But you know, go, go, just going back to that though, so Barry Gibb had the most unbelievably high voice. How did he have so much testosterone to have so much hair, yeah. body hair, yeah, everywhere. and that voice? And the incredible voice, but the whole of them as a family, because Andy Gibb had the same beautiful voice, you know. Shadow, was it, uh, was it Shadow Nancy? And uh, yeah, Andy Gibbs, I, I love some of And only, only Barry's still alive, and only which Barry's is just so alive. tragic, isn't it? Do you know one of my, one of my favourite moments in live TV in the video I post every day, which is one of my early Bee Gees songs, the 1st of May, which Don't I love. Don't know that one. Uh, it was a really iconic uh, track. But Lulu sings it with Maurice Was that when Gibb. she was married? Yeah, no, she sings it when they split up and she invites Maurice Gibb, talking about people that you would invite, yeah. like, you know, the, the sort of special guests. She invites Maurice Gibb down, sing it with her. It was an audience with Lulu. And the fact that they were married yeah. and split, but they sing this song together and the harmonies were beautiful. God, that's, the, that's taking us into Winner Takes It All territory. Oh, though, it was, isn't yeah, it? It, it was, was it really First emotional. May, and you a, were I tall. don't know if I know this one. Like something from a musical, doesn't it? It was used in a film. It might have been a Sidney Poitier film. So, going back to the Bee Gees, okay, yeah. yesterday for work I was at this uh, meeting in Manchester and we were talking about uh, new developments and, and then with all these um, sort of, I mean, I'm in the, the combined authority offices, so it's all local yeah. authority, it's all very, you know, very serious and posh and I don't know many of these people very well. And uh, they start talking about this development, and um, and they start talking about the Bee Gees' original house in Manchester. So one of them goes, "Are any of the Bee Gees still alive?" Like, yes, Barry. <laughs> I think it's the first thing I said in the meeting. <laughs> and they all look at me. I mean, I, I, you know, it's almost like, how do you not know? How do you not know about all about this? the Bee Gees about and music? And they look at me, and I just went, "Yeah, I know a lot about Barry." <laughs> 
same fact. But I saw that saying, sure, oh, they should be making a big thing totally. of the Bee Gees uh, totally. original house. Absolutely. Yeah. There's something amazing about singing siblings, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. There's, oh, totally. there's something about the harmonies all linking and you can't pick the voices apart. I and, love it. And my friend, yeah, my friend Rosalie, Dayton, her family, the Dayton family, they sang and she, there's, there's videos of her from a very young age sing with her family a little black and white and mm. and it's so sweet to see that families grow up you know and Rosalie became a great singer toured with Elton John with her band The Stories and she's fantastically talented but just to see them sing and she sang quite recently with her family I went to the gig in uh, it was a church in Barnsley and she was just brilliant but still hearing those harmonies mm. and the sort of split yeah because you were saying you know like just be able to pick out those sort of different I harmonies. love it when you can't yeah. when you can't pick them apart I mean, I, I mentioned Abadar. I think that's part of the reason I like Abadar because I can't, yeah. I can't. It's, it's, it, it merges into one vocal, doesn't it? And I just adore that. Just that sort of mix. Because yeah. you had, the, there's a friend of yours, haven't we? An Italian band that, that all sort of really have got heart, really sort of tight harmonies that... Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, if I listen to them, I can't, I honestly can't. You can't sort I can't of split it. I can't tell which one's which. I mean, to be honest, you look at them and you can't tell which one's which. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I've got, um, I mean, a big Proclaimers fan, as you oh, know. Oh, yeah. Massive. Massive Proclaimers. Brothers fan. and obviously. You know, they're my top three, they're my yeah. third favourite band, Proclaimers. I absolutely adore them. And again, it's, it's the harmonies. And yeah. I also like the fact that they tell stories. And I like that kind of. I like the fact that they've got something to say for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I like fans who have something to say for themselves. Yeah. Uh, and they're very clever blokes. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like that. So big Proclaimers fan. And then I've got some Italian friends, yeah. So uh, we, we were saying, weren't we, that we might do that 10 album thing. Oh, we yeah, yeah. We might put that yes, on Facebook to, for our top 10 albums. And uh, this Italian, these Italian friends of mine, they've got their album, might make it in my... Uh, might, yeah. might make it in my top ten list. Uh, so yeah. So and, and again, they're they're interesting because when I listen to them, I can't tell who's singing what. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of I, I like that. I like. I just really. It is a joy. You know. Thing, isn't yeah. It, you but just... there's something about families as well where you grow up with music. Yeah. You know, when we were kids. Um, we my mum and dad only had two records that weren't kind of opera or. Oh, classical honestly. yeah yeah you see all, all and yeah. that's how rubbish and of course we're all obsessed the whole yeah. family's obsessed with music you know we've got professional you know that we're all obsessed with music. we had a piano and we, and we did, did nothing but make music as kids growing up but we only had two records if i had a hammer by peter paul <laughs> and mary right and a four track ep by petula clark <gasps> my love petula my clark. love God. And in fact, uh, I love that. So it had uh, my love. My love is stronger than That's the it. Do you know, I've got, that, I've got that EP. I've got that four-track EP. That is, it's got my love. Um, you're the one. Yeah. You're the one that I long to kiss. That one. My brother proposed to his wife. By Did he? Yeah. And in fact, uh, at my wedding, we played uh, Colour My World by Petula Clark. So it's obviously stuck in our... That's a great track. Colour, oh, let's try Colour My World by Petula Clark. That Do you know who's talking um, about Martin Kellner on his podcast? Yeah. talking about Petula Clark this week. Was he? Because he played. Uh, he didn't play downtown. She was such a good singer. I know. Oh, isn't and that great? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, just music. Fab. And re remember, 
like I remember like growing up in the 60s and, and the, a band that started in the 60s people don't know the, I used to watch them on the Andy Williams show yeah. was the Osmonds as a little sort of family of course, oh, oh, well, the Osmonds. The, the Osmonds. Osmonds, right? Come on, let, let's get let's get a bit of Osmonds on here. Crazy Horses what is one of the best. That is, and also it's so unlike the rest of yeah, their yeah. stuff, isn't it? And let the, me just, the, that guitar opening. We've got to have it's the just opening. A classic riff. Right, we're gonna have to shut up for this now because here we're gonna we have go. to have this. Oh, oh it's so cool. I know we've gone into seventies today, matter. but. Oh, this is so cool. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? I could do the, uh, do you remember the dance? With the, with the legs? With the legs, yeah, 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 yeah. With the swap in your hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on, ready, and... Crazy horses. Oh, what a great what a band. That is a, that is a great track, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, they were fantastic. But there's that whole thing about when you grow up with music, you know, and, um, and making music together. So uh, I was, you know, we were talking about some uh, Italian friends and, yeah. um, they, that, from what I understand, um, they kind of their dad and mum used to take them travelling off around Europe all the time. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Which isn't that cool? Oh, oh lovely! So good. That is so that. cool. Imagine growing up in that I know, isn't that so How cool? Fantastic. Kind of Italian and going round in a camper van as kids. I mean, isn't that great? And um, and they they ended up in Liverpool. Did they? They did. They what ended up in Liverpool. Up? And uh, oh, I think I think their parents might have gone because they yeah, wanted yeah, music of, and, yeah, and yeah. music and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, and then uh, as a result of which they all got um, all got really into. I think their dad bought them a guitar and. And then they started playing music. Started playing music of, and. What um, an environment to go. I know, amazing, yeah, and. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and they've been playing together for years and years and years now, and they're they're really great. And oh. um, yeah, and, and 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 again, it was that was that travelling, I think, to Liverpool. And, yeah, yeah. You know, but again, it's the same thing. You know, kind of picking apart. But should we have a bit? Should we have a little bit? Yeah, yeah let me find a bit of them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, okay. They're called. Uh, I have to get, get yeah, the pronunciation yeah, get right. Italian so, band. Italian band. So, so the, it's their name. It's funny. So they they can do an impression of English people saying their name. Yeah. Which is quite amusing. <laughs> so uh, it's Cerone. Oh. Or as you might say in English, Tironi. Uh, there we go. Let's have a look. Let's have a I'm playing here. Let's get some. So I think you can hear the immersive influence. They are, like the gin, they are like the gin blossoms. Like the who? The gin blossoms. Don't know them. Oh no, they're a good band. They're sort of like early 90s band. Alice and Rose. Yeah. Yeah, it's good sound, isn't it? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So we need to uh, we need to get them more out and about in. Yeah, uh, definitely. Get them out in Leeds. Well, I mean, they play Liverpool all the time, oh, right. stuff, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. we need to yeah. we need to try and make them. We need to make them famous yeah, yeah, yeah. through this podcast. Right, yeah, people like you know people who get in contact with us to say our friend. Well, your friend from another band, DJ Big from, Bamboo, Big Simon Scardinelli, so, he's, yeah, so he's, he's, he's bought. He's got a new album out, and he sent me the album sort of yesterday. Sort of said, you know, 
So big, big shout out to Simon. And yeah, because you were album. a big we'll, fan, we'll band, big fan big of yours, bamboo, yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. you were a big fan big of Big fan of there, yeah, big yeah. bamboo, what Big track. bamboo. Yeah, shooting from the heart. Yeah. So there we go. So there we go. Maybe this podcast could be the way. The way to, the way to, to uh, Yeah, to try and do it. So we would, we've done Singing Brothers. Um, yeah. So, so I'll tell you, shall I tell you about a band I saw this week? Yes, because you have been to see another very famous band this week. Very famous you? band. A band from, our, from my teenage years. From, yeah, both our sort of teenage. And they were the Psychedelic Furs. <gasps> psychedelic Furs. they were furs. absolutely joyous. Joyous to sort of listen to. Really. So, how old are they now? Lead singer uh, Richard Butler is sixty-one, I think. Yeah. And his younger brother is bass player in the band. Oh, so they're brothers as well. Yeah, they're brothers. Oh, well, you going see, back this to is brothers. the, this is know, the, bro- the brothers' yeah, edition, yeah. isn't Brotherhood. it? Brotherhood, and they yeah. are really cool, really cool sort of uh, lead guitarists who look like Johnny Marr, but really sort. Now, well, I, for a while I thought it might have been, but he was a brilliant guitarist, well, really tight band. Yeah. He, well, I mean, Johnny well, Mars is a great Johnny guitarist. Mars, he was a brilliant guitarist. Brilliant band, really sort of tight, a, a, gig, a venue called Stylus I've never been to at Leeds University. Um, and they were just really on form. Love My Way was a uh, absolute sort of classic that they sort of played quite early on. Oh, yeah. this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they played Love My Way, what else did they play? They played Heaven, they played Pretty in Pink, they played a track called Ghost in You that I really like, that, that my, one of my favourite bands, County Crows cover, and I didn't realise it was psychedelic. Oh, this is... takes me back to being 15 oh, or 16 totally. so much. I love how dreamy the chorus of that is. No, it it's was just, just beautiful. Because of course it was kind of pretty and pink that made them yes. much more well known. Just on the back of the, the, on the, the, back the of iconic the film. Uh, you know, film. The LP, the, uh, the film, the, mm. uh, the, the soundtrack to the 80s, really pretty and pink, wasn't yeah. it? That yeah, and yeah. the Breakfast I, Club was but I didn't, I didn't like pretty and pink as much as as much no, as this. No, they had some other, you know, other So they can still do it then, the Psychedelic totally, Furs? Totally, really tight band, really good. They brought out some... Let me listen. Oh, that's Lovely, isn't it? They, uh, yeah, they, they, they played a whole host of, you know, they did about an hour 20 set, uh, encored with India. Um, they, they, uh, what else? Yeah, just, just heaven was beautiful. They, they were just a really tight band. Really yeah. sort of really enjoyed all their uh, yeah. Just a really good night. Made it was like a joy to be out seeing a really good live band and just just the joy of live music. There was nothing on earth to beat it. I mean, it is amazing, isn't it? And um, I mean, that, as I was saying, that that really takes me back. So yeah. um, when I was, uh, I used to listen to the psychedelic furs when I was little goth. Uh, and I was saying I really like this one, but you were saying you don't remember this one. No. It's such an 80s 12 inch. It is. We're going to talk 12 inches yeah, in a minute. Yeah, we are. Because you've got the worst 12 inch in the world I have. there. But yeah, this, so this is um, a very long remix. Um, it reminds me a bit of you spinning me round at the yeah, beginning. Uh, and let me just move it on a bit because um, I think. Oh, no, sorry, that's. Oh, wait a minute, that's gone to some. 
hippie new agey reading there. <laughs> Let's show my uh, my YouTube history there. Right, let's try and... I think this is their attempt to become a bit more commercial. You don't remember this one, do you I remember? They had a really cool sax player as well. Saxophonic players is there. But this is a great it sound. Is. There we go. Now this sort of long remix. That's a real. But talking a remix. Okay, yeah. Come on. So now, so all right. So we've got. We're going to put it on here because we've got what you say. We've got our little turntable. Those songs were all played off my phone yeah. on Spotify. But this is now on the turntable, right? Because you've brought with you what, what you I think believe is, is the worst twelve-inch single ever, and it's a really good track. And a really nice band. Could just uh, give, let's give a little t hint. Give a, turn it a bit. Go. Thompson Twins. It is. Hold, Hold me, now. me now. Now this version goes on for nine minutes, 56 seconds. That's a long and time. And it's just endless. The laziest remix ever. Nothing was added to it. They just stretched it out, stretched it out. Yeah. And just so is it just basically? Just yeah, for ages. And then you got three <laughs> minutes of this stuff. Slow build. And it's a track that within three and a half minutes is a nice piece of music. Yeah. But just stretched out over 10 minutes. It's like being in a traffic, traffic, Thompson Twins traffic jam. <laughs> we've, got Tom, we've got the cover here. Okay, I mean, that's really, that really takes me back looking at the cover. It is so, an Tom 80s Bailey. Cover. Tom Bailey. Tom Bailey, oh, yeah, Alana Curry. Alana Curry, and he was called Joe. Joe, Joe Leeway. Joe, Joe Leeway. Leeway. Joe, someone, yeah. I had a like. Um, who's it came in? He Tom Bailey came in the pizza lamb once. I remember that in our in our restaurant, and his the, my assistant manager used to do the lights for Thompson Twins. Oh yeah! And she told me a story that links it to Live Aid, oh, where right. they did they they were the first band to have a traffic light system at the side of the stage, which said when they have to go off, and they were the first band that did this. Yeah. Because uh, they used to have well, I when think, the venue real, would say yeah, that really, that yeah, the time. really tight and deadlines, and that was what Live Aid used in the uh, live a concert mm. to make sure the bands only did their allotted 20, 22 minutes. This is just is that going all they on. Had? Yeah, yeah, they're 22, 20, I think it was 20 minutes or 22 minutes and like that, yeah. and they could not go over. And some bands, I think Thompson Twins were at Live Aid and just did nothing. Uh, as it did bands like Adam Ant, he, he sang Apollo 9. He had those, those little yeah. mini sort of plasters across his nose. And he, and he died in his arse, didn't sell any more records on the back of it, whereas Queen did completely the other way, and as you we too. know. But, you know, my feeling is, uh, this is, a, uh, was it, it was uh, Dave Gilmore, wasn't it, recently, where yeah. they did they did one of the big gigs, and yeah, they, they gave did. the profits of the... Tr of the yeah. And my view is actually... They should have done. They should have done that. Yeah. I'm sorry, they should have done all the album sales and record yeah. sales that came on the back of those things. Yeah. All the money should have gone yeah, to the that's cause. Right, that's right. Because if you're, you know, you, if you're going to do those gigs... You don't do them to no. boost, you know. You, you Queen, Queen did it sort of quite cynically. They, they realised that to rehearse and they had a 20 minute set, which is how they did it slightly differently. Do you remember David Bowie knelt down and did the Lord's Prayer? No, and I don't remember that. Oh, he did, yeah. He, and he, he knelt and he also gave over some of uh, some of his time to the cars. 
drive. Right, Vicar, yeah, yeah. Vicar, because he died, didn't he? He died, died recently. Died recently. He had a whole host of people die, which mm, was really sort of yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah, really sad. So, yeah, so that record, you reckon, is the... Uh, is the, yes. And, of course, everything goes round in circles, doesn't it? So, uh, Thompson Twins from Sheffield. Yeah. And I think they originally had seven of them in, which is why yeah, they, they were did. called... Tom- well, I mean, obviously, Thompson Twins are yes. from Tintin, weren't they? Yes. They were the characters in... That's uh, it, they were. It's a little game you can play, uh, which <laughs> is name a famous Belgian... And you're not allowed to say, um, not allowed to say Hergé. Well, you can say Hergé, but you're not allowed to say um, Tintin. And you're not allowed to say um, Poirot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Plastic Bertrand. Plastic Bertrand. Which, of course, he never actually sang, apparently. Oh, did he not? No, apparently. I'm sure my brother was telling me. We've just been in Italy. I'm sure my brother was telling God. me the plastic Bertrand. No, but anyway, that's a game. Name, name a famous Belgian. But um, yeah, going back. So there was about seven of them and they were uh, Sheffield man. And I'm pretty sure, I I'm, I'm can't be sh- certain, but I'm pretty sure the sister of a childhood friend of mine went out with one of the original did seven. Did she? Or did she? Yeah, one of the original seven. But this friend of mine is the same friend who ended up marrying the member of Depeche Mode. So clearly, so, in that yeah, family, they had a bit of electro... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Electro Wizarding. But the because the original Thompson Twins, when they were seven, they were a really tight band. In the Name of Love is such a really good record. Oh, In the Name of Love is a yeah. great record. And they did it. They, they did like talking about remixes as well. The remix version, so it was really they nearly ruined it. But that was the one that made the charts, <laughs> strangely enough. But the early version of In the Name of Love was such a tight eighties record. I remember they they played the Hacienda quite early on as yeah. a seven piece, did they? And they were brilliant, really sort of sharp. So bound. I'm just looking it up, but we're getting the name of Love You too here. Yeah, yeah. Which I have to say, um, <laughs> all right. So a few years ago, well, quite a few years ago, um, when I was kind of deciding what career I was yeah. going to move into, uh, before I ended up getting into this <laughs> talking for a living lark, and um, I, I thought I might try and join some cover bands and become a part, you know, do weddings and function yeah, bands. Yeah. So I went off and recorded some audition demos and I recorded ones to show me different types of singing to show what I could do. And I did record a version of In the Name of Love by U2, did actually. You? I, I did. Must listen to Slightly it. gospel-y version. Because um, that was, you yeah. know, and given that how much I hate U2, it's quite <laughs> ironic, really, because as we know, I absolutely despise U2. Here we go. Here's Thompson Twins in the Name of Love. Let me just oh, turn this one up. It's the drums, wasn't yeah. it? Which this is a real dance number. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good one. There. I mean, Thompson Twins. I always just found them a bit bland. Bit samey. They were bit doctor, bit doctor. Bland. Yeah. You know, compared you, to you some bring of the me other. Up or whatever. You, oh yeah. You, you take me up. You take me up. Now they were. <laughs> Do you know who I forgot to mention? What? At psychedelic first yeah. support band because yeah. I just got there. Didn't realise. Wendy James. <gasps> Transmission, Transmission Vamp. Vamp. I don't want your money, baby. Oh, I want whoa, your love. Whoa, whoa. What else did they do? I want your love. Uh, uh, baby, baby, I don't care. Baby, I don't care. Transmission. I am just they, putting and, that and in my she, spot and she, she had a really tight band, but she, she'd done something to her lips. Her lips were the real sort of like, you know, uh, injection that had gone wrong. So she had big lips. Yeah, Phil, can, you're a bloke, right? I am. Uh can you explain this lips thing to me? I don't. I can't understand it. It doesn't look. Didn't look attractive. And you just. You were drawn to the lips, not in a good way. And and vocally, she was really good. Yeah. She had a nice tight band. She yeah. got a new album. She was signing stuff with a merch stand at the end. 
But she what just is it about look, these lips? She didn't look the part. I she... look at it and I just say, "Oh God, love, oh, no. why? You know, you, you, your lips look awful. You got slugs on, on top of your eyes. The, what's the <laughs> eyebrow thing? Oh, I don't. Well? I can't stand it. It looks awful. I mean, to be fair, right? I have to look after my yeah. eyebrows, you yeah, know, yeah. and I have them dyed. Yeah, I have them shaped at the beauty salon. Yeah, but the slug thing. You know, with this big, yeah, massive, I can't understand. drawn in horrible eyebrows. I don't get it. Why with the lips? Uh, so we've got here, we've got the only one. Tell that girl to shut up. Lance Tell that girl to shut up. That was a good one. Uh, and then I want, your, uh, I want your love. And then Baby, I Don't Care. Of course, that was oh, the baby, big I don't hit, care. wasn't it? Let's wow. listen. That was the big hit, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, this was our last number. Was it? Yeah. Because Baby, I Don't Care. Oh, that's a good song. It's lovely. I like that way. They're not little. She's fine, aren't she? So, like, I, so I saw Psychedelic First, yeah. supported by Transmission Vamp. Tonight I'm going to see Gary Newman. Now, last night I nearly went to see a band, and it's funny because I've seen two bands of late whose lead singers have passed away, but they're still going with different lead singers. One of whom was Sweet. Do you remember oh, Sweet? I do remember the Sweets, uh, yes. Blockbuster, Foxy on the Run. Was it Wigwam Bam? There was another one. They were, and they, I mean, as I say, I think the lead singer Brian Connolly, uh, was it Brian Connolly? That it, rings, no, Brian Connolly's the musician, the, but music. it was Brian something, something. wasn't it? He was, um, he he passed away, and the band now looked like something out of Spinal Tap. But they had a. <laughs> did they take it to eleven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turn right down. <laughs> Turn it one up to eleven. But they were. But Wigwam Bam and some of the stuff that they did was just fantastic. Of course, music. this is their most famous one. Oh yeah! Everybody was smiling. I'm exactly the same. We have definitely what? gone into the yeah. 70s edition today, haven't we? But I was sort of thinking, you know, some bands like Basic Roller still tour, Les McEwen, he was playing these this week. Was he? Yeah, Sweet. And still, and I can't understand why Sweet are more popular than they were. T Rex, they still, you know, like everyone still loves T Rex, yeah. really cool. Everyone thinks about other 70s bands. But Sweet were fantastic. Yeah. You don't get that sort of recognition yeah, yeah, yeah. that other bands do. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, stuff. who else have you been to see? So, well, the other band that was played last night that it, um, it leads, and it was their. Um, Steel, I think it was Steel Town, uh, the, the celebration of the first album, was Big Country. <gasps> big Country! Fields of Fire, Harvest Home. Uh, in a big country. In a big country. Stuart Adamson. So obviously they're without Stuart Adamson. And of course, Stuart Adamson. Is, is sadly sort of past ex-Skids, ex-Big yeah. Country. It was, was he Skids? I didn't yeah, realise that. Yeah, he was on the Skids, yeah, yeah. Didn't realise that. Oh, yeah. God, that's so... So Scottish as well, I love it. I 
I cut my t-shirt when I saw my hacienda to look like oh, look a little it? bit like. Right, you took the yeah, arms off. Yeah, I did. Took the arms off. Didn't impress the girl I was trying to go out. Was with it a check time. shirt with yeah, a t-shirt exactly. underneath? Yeah, exactly. Just cut it. Yeah. And of course, um, Billy, 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 Billy from McKenzie. the Associates, Billy, Billy McKenzie. McKenzie. He was in. He was either in the same band as. Was it Stuart, Stuart Adamson, or was he? Or was he? he was in big. Was he in big country at the start? Anyway, there was a connection. Yeah. I mean, Glasgow bands. And, oh yeah, that's um, And of course, beginning to party phase two. We oh, might play that in a minute. Uh, let two. me just find that. I've got an amazing big country story to play to tell you though. But we've got to just have a bit of party phase two because this has got one of the most amazing oh, beginnings of, of any song. It's just one of the best. You know. This is just. Such a classic, amazing beginning. Here we go. Anyway, so I'm going to tell you a big, a Stuart Adamson big country Do story. It, yeah. So, uh, okay, so big country were kind of quite big when I was uh, about 15, 14, 15, 16 maybe 15. Yeah. Uh, and I was obviously a goth. And me and my best friends, Anne and Sarah, we were all goths as we were, because, yeah. you know. And uh, we uh, we entered this competition on Radio Air to meet Big Country. Did you? We did. So we rang up um, and we had to say, what question would we ask Stuart Adamson, right? So we rang up, talking of his shirt, yeah, yeah, so you yeah. said you cut your sleeves off the shirt. So we rang up and said, uh, can we ask him if we can try on his shirt, please? <laughs> that was our question. Anyway, so we won the competition. We're probably the only people who went to it. Um, we won the competition. It was all set up. We were going to go to Radio Air and meet Stuart Adamson. Well, you can imagine we were beside oh. ourselves with some excitement, because I mean, yeah. he was, yeah, yeah. I was going to say an inappropriate fit or something, but he, he, he was, well, well Yeah, he was. He was, he would look the part. Oh, yeah, he was well attractive. And you know me, I, I like a Scottish yeah, you man. Do. You I'm, do. I'm, 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 you know, Scottish <laughs> accent just blows yeah. me away every time. Anyway, so, uh, so we're, up, we're getting really excited and everyone at school's really, and it's really cool, and it was cool. Yeah. It was cool to go and see Big Country, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And everyone at school's really excited for us. And about a day before we get a phone call from Radio Wet, really sorry, Big Country aren't coming anymore. Oh, <gasps> sad, oh, would have been devastated. no, we were absolutely devastated. They said, but we've got another band coming yeah. instead, you can come and meet them if you want. All oh, right, who's that? Catch a goo goo. <laughs> Catch a goo goo. Catch a goo goo. Limal and Nick Beggs. Uh, yeah. And of course, we were sort of goths. We went, all right, then we'll go see Catch a goo goo. Anyway, so we went to meet Catch a goo goo. And the only thing really that I can remember about it was we spent the whole time talking to Nick Beggs. Was it Nick Beggs or Nick Yeah, Nick, Nick Beggs. Beggs. Nick Beggs. Vanessa. Nick Beggs yeah. about his hair. Because <laughs> obviously we were goths. Yeah, the hair braids, didn't he? Yeah, he had this yeah, amazing yeah. hair. And we obviously were obsessed with make, keeping our hair. And I just remember that he told us he used to, because it was really fluffy on top. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He used to wash his hair in Lenore fabric softener. <laughs> Because <laughs> Beggs is now a massive, massive session musician and, and does all the 80s bands. Because I've seen him, like, he, I think he does all the orchestration, does all the arrangement for it, all these 80s tours. So I've seen him, you know, playing bass in quite a few. He's a really sharp, really sort of high quality bass player. Wow. Old Nick Beggs. Big slap bass. Yeah, yeah. big slap bass. So they're sort of remembered for what was uh, too, too shy, shy, but they did one called The Big Apple, which that was, was a really good track. It was a really good track. And um, yeah, it was a really good track. And I, you know, it's a pity that they're, they're known really for, for Too Shy, I think. Because yeah, that was that was a much better track. And, and the Mel's never ended story, obviously. Never, of course, but that was after he went that solo, was, that wasn't after it? He went story. Yeah, yeah. But as a, as a sort of. Uh, as a, yeah, they were sort of, they were very, um, they were sort of slagged off, weren't they? Was there was like, is that like, you know, as a sort of band that were just pulled together and, you know, not a real band. But 
Nick Beggs definitely was, was a, a really proper musician. Sort of sharp yeah, musician. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. knew his stuff. He was brilliant. Yeah, well, there's I mean, lots of 80s stuff around, isn't there? I think we've pretty much come to the end, haven't we? We have. So, anyway, so I was telling you, anyway, so I was, I was thinking, I was telling you that um, I, I did, I recorded all these demos yes. before, you know, and, and I've gone back to singing College Phil. Oh, well done. So, I've had two classes. I tried to sing Jar of Hearts by Christina Perry. Do you know that one? Oh, I don't know. Actually, it's got some really good words, and I didn't realise before I started. Yeah, I thought yeah, the words yeah. were a bit rubbish, and then I started singing. It's got this great line in it. It says, you're going to catch a cold from the ice within your soul. Oh. That is such a, oh. a, a great... Anyway, yeah, yeah. They, they said I was a little bit too emotional <laughs> singing it in the class. And that was obviously, obviously rubbish too. Because I, I, it's a long time yeah, since yeah. the song. So I've set myself a trying to go back to... I've gone back to singing class at Brilliant. Music College. And I'm going to join a gospel choir again. So that will really, really get me going. Because I used to be the lead singer of a gospel choir. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I've, uh, I've got, I even got recordings of me singing. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. I've got recordings. Yeah. So, uh, and I've set myself a challenge uh, yeah. that I'm going to, I'm going to um, be able to sing uh, Never, Never Ever. Oh, Never like, Enough. Never Enough from the, um, you know, from. I know, from, from the. Um, the great, Jack, greatest Jackman, showman. showman. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be able to do that, so. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to hear a bit well, of you. Okay, well, look, I can, I've, I'll tell I've you got a bit from the gospel choir, you know. While you're finding choir, it, we'll, you know. we'll play a little bit more of this awful, like, Thompson twin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still so this going. Is, okay, so we've got this on the turntable, right? And I can see there that, um, it's still got about two centimetres of record yes. left there. Yeah, it was, it was fa fading out with Stay With Me, but no one has by this point. They've all sort <laughs> of all played the next track. They've all given up and lost the will to live. That was just, uh, just endless, just endless, awful mix. The worst thing about 12-inch singles is encapsulated in this one. Is it? Yeah, look. Oh, there you go. There's nothing happening. There you go. So, well, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'll put this on, right? Because oh, yeah, I'm determined it. that do I it. can do this again in the future. Do because, it. as I say, it's... Uh, yeah, so let's have a look. I've got to, I've got to find this then. So you this is it. actually, no, I've got it, I've got it. This oh. is actually from a live concert. Is it? Mm, of me, the lead singer of a gospel choir. That is fantastic. No less. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't sing this now, but for some reason it won't play. There we go. That's me. That's great. Singing a gospel classic. I couldn't do this now. There we go, Peg the Gospel Singer. Peg the Gospel Singer, what a way to play out. There we go, I couldn't hit these notes now. Oh, you never know. But I'm going to get back into it. Get back to it. Here we go, right. I couldn't do that now. Oh. From Sister Act, have you not seen Sister yeah, Act? Yeah. Oh, that is high. It is high, isn't it? Right, I'm going to get back there. I'm going to do it. Get it done. There we go. I'm back at the Gospel Choir, but we'll have loads more to talk about Mo in the future, won't we? Yeah. Next time. Uh, Godness knows who we'll yeah. talk about next time. And um, we'll, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Thanks and for we'll share those videos of Nick yeah. and Extinction Rebellion. Yeah. See you soon.